0: I'm Lisa Mullins and this is The World. United Nations Peace Envoy Lakhdar Brahimi went to Syria today and he met with President Bashar al-Assad in an effort to find a way to end the bloody civil war there. The opposition says more than 40,000 people have died in Syria since the fighting erupted nearly two years ago. This past weekend saw some of the most horrific violence. A line of people waiting to buy bread were hit by an airstrike. The Syrian government blamed the carnage on terrorists. Borzou Dergahi is covering events in Syria for the Financial Times. He is in Beirut. Borzou, what hope is there, if any, for peace in Syria anytime soon?
1: You know, it it seems like we've really gotten past the point of no return here. Um, I think that peace will be achieved uh, at this point when one side is the victor. It seems like you've got a situation where both sides are pretty confident that they will either win or perish trying to win. And this is not a situation that's conducive to a negotiated settlement.
0: So what does Brahimi say he accomplished there then?
1: He hasn't accomplished much at all, except sort of shuttling between various bodies, various government officials, uh, various uh, diplomats and so on. I mean, I think many cynics would say that he's basically providing diplomatic cover for the international community to do very little and to pretend they're doing something.
0: Well, many officials on the outside, including U.S. officials, believe that Syria's president needs to leave the scene, that Bashar al-Assad either has to have a quick or a negotiated exit from Syria. If if that were to happen, would there be any guarantee that the two sides would come together, uh, or has this turned now into a sectarian war that could outlast even Assad?
1: In addition to the sectarian dynamic between the the, uh, largely Alawite uh, government and the uh, largely Sunni majority of the country that's fighting him, you've got this, within the opposition, this very potentially deadly conflict that's developing between the more Islamist elements and the less Islamist elements. So one shudders to think what will happen when Bashar al-Assad is no longer there, and then it just becomes a pure struggle for power. But you know, Um, You know, we should never forget whose fault this conflict is. This is Bashar al-Assad's war that he started against his own people who are doing nothing but peacefully protesting uh, against a tyrannical regime. Uh, And the fact that it's turned into this nightmare that, you know, everyone is, you know, as worried about the regime as they're worried about the opposition is only the fault of Bashar al-Assad and his minions who refuse to take any smart moves Uh, throughout a a year and a half of conflict.
0: There are opposition activists who are reporting the use of poison gas, uh, that the government of Syria is using poison gas against its enemies. Have you heard of any such thing or been able to confirm it?
1: I I mean, it's impossible to confirm something like that. I heard something like that. I saw horrible video footage of people who had suffered allegedly by this uh, 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 poison gas. Um, That's a really ominous development because I don't think that Bashar al-Assad himself would decide to use poison gas. I don't think it's, you know, the regime's decision. It would just not make any sense for them to cross that line in in such a lame little way, you know, using it against a small group of people. Um, What it suggests is a very terrifying possibility that these chemical weapons, chemical agents are falling into the hands of Bashar al-Assad's death squads, and they're using it whether they're getting orders to use them or not.
0: And we know, by the way, that that was a red line. The use of chemical weapons was a red line, part of the red line drawn by President Obama. Um, we don't know, as you said, if these reports are credible, but I wonder if there is a feeling on the ground of how much it would take before President Obama were to take some specific action.
1: I think among the diplomats and experts that I talked to, if Bashar al-Assad started firing chemical weapons in you know, warheads or Scud missiles or something like that, that would definitely be a red line. Uh, using poison to uh, attack people, uh, maybe that's not such a uh, explicit use of what the the president uh, meant by the use of chemical weapons by the regime.
0: Thank you very much, Borzou Dirgahi of the Financial Times, speaking to us from Beirut, Lebanon. Thanks.
1: It's been a pleasure.